Cargo Cult is a production of Radio Nemo West. Cargo Cult is all about the movies, books, music, and moments that help shape the lifestyle of not only the trucking industry, but also the American obsession with being on the move. What if something just like jumps out in front of you and you have to stop? Don't. What was that? A monster. Host Jimmy Mack and Justin Wellborn engage in a wild, freeform discussion with folks from both the transportation and entertainment worlds. I'm talking to whoever's listening out there. It's a show that's all about the journey. So far, we're doing fine. Hadn't got caught. And now your hosts, Jimmy Mack and Justin Wellborn. Blood, Sweat, and Chrome, the wild and true story of Mad Max Fury Road by Kyle Buchanan. You know, Justin Wellborn, Kyle Buchanan actually was on Dave Nemo Weekends. We actually uh, did this book. I remember you told me that. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I got a chance, interested me in it. I got a chance to loan it to you. The last time we spoke, we talked about all the Mad Max movies yeah. and kind of culminated in Fury. What did you think of the book? I loved it, but I also was completely just devouring all things Mad Max. I actually got from the library, like, the art of Mad Mags to kind of go with it and you know look at it all while I was while I was reading the book and because it's all uh, excerpts from interviews throughout the process of the making of Mad Max uh, Fury Road it was just fascinating and being inside of the entertainment industry and TV and movies uh, you know I felt very close to it especially in the fact that they went away for almost a year to the <laughs> Namibian desert to film this thing and how isolated. Uh, the whole process can feel when you are away from your home, your the amenities of civilization, things like that. How close you can get the showmances that go with it, the arguments that come with it, the resentments and the happiness. And the eventually you just kind of become a family, functional, dysfunctional, you know, whatever. It's a fascinating book for sure. One of the reasons why um, our programming director and I chose it, and I chose it because I read an article in The Atlantic about it. Oh, wow. And um, was deeply impressed by what I read to the point where I stopped reading The Atlantic article until I got my hands <laughs> on the book because I'm like, well, I don't I want to actually be able to read the right. book and not have like everything spoiled for me. Um, you can also see how I host a show, Jimmy Mack here, Justin Wellborn. This is Cargo Cult, not Dave Nemo Weekends, but I host a show called Dave Nemo Weekends and the Dave Nemo Show on Thursday and Friday on Sirius XM 146 Road Dog Trucking. Justin is a Los Angeles-based actor who you might have seen in movies like Final Destination and VHS Viral. Right. I got that right. Yep, yep. And um, also uh, two seasons of Justified where he played Carl. This book was chosen, I hope you can see for obvious reasons, because Dave Nemo Weekends is a trucking lifestyle show. Um, and we try to pick every once in a while. I pick books just for me every and I sure. t- and I tell my listeners, hey, guys, I really wanted to meet this author. Sometimes I get lucky, like it's Mike Duncan, who wrote the book uh, Hero of Two Worlds about Lafayette. Oh, wow. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew that they would like Duncan, but that I picked that for me. Right, right, right. right. That was scheduled for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. And I wanted to talk to Mike Duncan. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like the thing where, you know, one of our- I'll read about that Frenchman. One of our truckers <laughs> reached out um, and actually uh, got Ken Burns on the show for us. But let me tell you something. I would have booked Ken Burns for me. Um, they would have enjoyed that as well. But- you can probably see why I would pick Blood, Sweat, and Chrome, the wild and true story of Mad Max Fury Road, for a 
trucking lifestyle show. Sure. One uh, of the things I really love about the book, and I'm, I'm making another recommendation, guys, you should always go back and buy people books for Christmas, audio books, any sort of books, as a matter of fact, um, that you think- Please people, keep reading. Please, please, <laughs> please keep, keep reading. Please keep reading. <laughs> and one of the things I kind of want to do with Cargo Cults when we move into a new year is not just talk about the movies and the moments and the music that kind of helped shape the trucking industry, but also we had a great experience with Felix Blackwell yeah, uh, yeah. a number of weeks ago talking about his work. Who exploded work his off book. of Reddit. Who exploded off of uh, Reddit. Just started there and is, you know, writing novels now and short stories. You know, and this is this is going to be um, our second to last show uh, before we take a, a little bit of a break. And when we take that break, um, we will now have enough episodes to begin to make the pitch to more and more guests out there to get some people here who actually work in both the trucking industry and the movie industry to come on here and kind of shoot the breeze with us. But you got to have a little bit of something, something. Before you just start pulling people into something. A little something. bit of grease, man. L- you got you to be able to move them in. You got to be know? able to move them yeah, in. And yeah, I feel put like. the arm on them. <laughs> I feel like between the conversations we've had with James Logan and Felix Blackwell and uh, Dave, Dave uh, Bruckner, I feel like that anybody coming in to kind of talk with us is going to feel they're in good hands. They're yeah. going to hear that our yeah, friends yeah. who have come on and joined us already. Yeah, it's not a straight interview show at all. You know, we just want to talk to you. We just want to talk yeah, to you. Yeah, want to yeah. kind of dig into movies and all of that kind of stuff. And so, I, you know, when you you asked me if you could borrow blood, sweat, and chrome. I was more than happy to extend that to you. The same thing when I gave you the book about Dennis Hopper and uh, right. Brooke Hayward. Um, and that's the kind of stuff that hopefully when we move forward with, we can keep on talking about here on Cargo Cults. Um, I did want to kind of jump in. We had a great weekend this weekend with you. Um, we got a chance to have a, a friend of ours, a uh, gifted, uh, talented lady, come in town for a couple of days, wanted to spend her birthday weekend with us rather than having the pressure of a party. Yeah. Just wanted to kind of. I hear you, man. Just you know, wanted. The older go, you get, you just want a few good friends. Just want a few good with, friends, you know? and we got a chance to uh, do a couple of restaurants. Uh, where I have to tell you, we ate at a restaurant on Saturday night where I literally got a dehydration headache. I laughed so much. <laughs> I haven't had that happen in forever. Like yeah. literally, about halfway through the dinner, I realized I hadn't been keeping up by drinking enough water, and I had this beginning of a headache. I got rid of it, but I realized I was laughing so. You ever done that where you laugh so much you dehydrate? Laughed or cried? I don't know. They're about the same. They're about the same. They're <laughs> catharsis. They're both cathartic acts. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I just laughed myself silly. But that that meal. It was great. That meal was great. And there were uh, two things that made that meal great. The uh, I'll go in reverse order. Okay. Uh, the, we were at Figaro Restaurant, by the way, in Los Feliz here in Los Angeles. And it is a one-of-a-kind French bistro. And really, you know, great service, great place. Really feels like Paris. You know, and the service and, and, and it's so everybody's just happy to be we had a weisenheimer of a waitress we put our <laughs> order in and we're thinking to ourselves you know and of course i i know what we're getting ourselves into but it never ceases to amaze me we ordered and then like 10 minutes later and we ordered in a family way um even though they're separate dishes right. we order like we're all going to split everything it's going to be fine Everything came out at once. It did, yeah. yeah, we, yeah. It, From I, the appetizer to the entrees to it all the, just the came, snails. It all, all just it. descended. Yeah. And yeah, I remember yeah. James Logan, who you guys remember from an earlier episode, was like, "Whoa, what's going on here, man? I don't understand. <laughs> what the? Oh my god! Oh, what, what? What are these portions?" And then you know, literally, we ate so much. That we had to for had to baton death march dessert <laughs> is the only way to kind of describe what we had to do with that. I mean, it was kind of like we got to do it. I was like, I'm going to stick with whiskey. The rest of you yeah, just no, get a pastry. I know, I don't know it was man. so ridiculous. Like, Everybody you know, kind of had that like 
somewhat greenish look while they're playing. It's so good. <laughs> I mean, they literally had a dollop of key lime on top of the key lime pie. Yeah, it was true. just, yeah. it was coma inducing. So that was the second great thing about the meal. The first great thing about the meal was what it came in the aftermath of. So one of the things that our friend Adriana had never really done, she'd been to Los Angeles before here at the Sirius XM studios while we were working on something else, but she'd never really been to Los Angeles. I mean, her experience of Los Angeles was Santa Clarita, getting right. in the car, driving to the studio. <laughs> Which and, is like LA's backyard. It's a know, beautiful place, but at the same time, it's about 35 miles outside of you know where we're at now. Yeah, and it really is LA's backyard, isn't it? It, it is. It, That's it, where we make our... TV shows, that's where a lot of films get made. And, you know, you know a lot of people live out there. You know, if you don't want to live in the valley, keep going. Go over the really hill. What's really fun is, like, <laughs> I remember, like, I asked you out there one time, and I think, what, I'm really imposing on you. You're like, no, I'm coming out there. And then I realized, oh, it's really lovely out here. Yeah. It really is. I mean, it's a great place to get away from Los Angeles while still being close to Los Angeles. I mean, we filmed all of Justified out there, and so it became really pretty close for me. I mean, it's one of those things that you could time it out. You knew the traffic patterns to get in and out of town. Kind of and, like my appearance uh, here. Yeah, I mean, exactly. that's, that's exactly. Yeah. If, I leave it, if I leave at uh, quarter after eight in the morning, there is no chance I'm ever going to be late because the biggest it ever gets extended is an hour and 15 minutes. Right, right, right. But usually I'm here within the hour, and it's fine. I get here at 9.35, 9.40. I walk in. Russell, who is joining us this morning. Um, good to see you, Russell. Um, joining us. I uh, is usually here, kind of doing the billboard show. Oh, and man. then I will um, sit down, just kind of quietly take some notes while I wait for Justin to arrive. He gets here on time as well, and then we're off to the races doing the thing. The thing that I really enjoyed about the meal was what it came in the aftermath of. As I sent our friend Andriana, she had never really seen Los Angeles. And so we made the decision to drive into the city earlier that day, go to your house. I'm going to give them the address now. Here it is, guys. <laughs> um, Please come and see me. Yeah. Um, actually, here's the funny thing is, I'm going to say something really nice about you, so brace yourself. Uh -oh. Please come and see him, because if you do actually kind of respect his time frame, Justin will welcome you and give you an amazing tour of Los Angeles. I do like this town, man. And it is one of those things that, um, I mean, I kind of grew up in the suburbs of Atlanta. I, I don't want to live in suburbs anymore. I got to live in the city, man. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't want to be piled up on top of one another in the whole bit, but I love living in L.A. You know, I mean, there are a lot of people around and it's comes with all the pros and cons that it does. But I love being in town. You know, I love learning about how the city developed. I love the history of the place. Um, I love the recent history that, that is kind of shaping what it is, whether that's good or bad. And uh, I love sharing that stuff, especially in my neighborhood, Echo Park. Um, I just find it to be really fascinating. It's the first place here in LA that I really felt at home. I mean, I lived in Culver City, which is kind of the geographical uh, Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> it's like 45 minutes from exactly everywhere somehow. I don't know why. Uh, not that it's a terrible place. But it's the same, uh, same guy. Have you been you know, in New Orleans? You know about Uptown New Orleans, where I call uh, Uptown New Orleans cul-de-sac? <laughs> because there's just no way out you of get there. Right, yeah, you, you get right to, it takes you 10 minutes to get there in any direction, and but then once you get to the edge of it, you begin this slow creep in and this slow creep out, and you're like, I'm never going to get out. And the construction being finally concluded for the next at least five minutes right. has bought a little bit more time. Maybe a little. But Culver, 
Culver City has that that cul-de-sac. Yeah, it's kind of pushed up against the hills leading to LAX and the freeways, you know. Uh, And then there are little little places like Palms, which are like, what is this? This is just an area. This is just an apartment, you know, square. And then I lived in Hollywood for a while, which when I first moved here, I was like, oh, my God, Charlie Chaplin lived right next door. And you're like, Charlie Chaplin lived next door to everybody. (laughs) I mean, he he made his way around. Or was in everybody's bed. Or was in everybody's bed. I was was trying to keep it clean in that way. Yeah. I mean, keep my, it fair. My, Don't my, keep my, it clean. That's fair. My uh, <laughs> my backyard was uh, Greta Garbo's house and things like that. And that Did was she want to be left alone? She wasn't there. Oh, okay. wasn't there. It was she her really, old house. Oh, okay. you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Up on top of the hill where I lived was Rudolph Valentino's house, and you know all that stuff was really neat. But you're also two blocks off Hollywood Boulevard, which isn't quite the swanky place that it used <laughs> to be. I mean, yeah. There's definitely. Uh, Thanks for listening to a preview of this episode of Cargo Cult. Like what you heard? Hear more from Jimmy Mack and Justin Wellborn exclusively on the SiriusXM app. Subscribe today at SiriusXM.com.